Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Good morning, friends. Hi, uh, good morning. How are you? Me or the listener? Listeners. Of course. Uh, we never ask them, do we? We never ask them how they're doing. No. Shout it out on the bus. Excellent. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. So, good. Yeah. All bases covered. <laughs> Excellent. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, Dean, what's going on with you? Well, Simon, uh, it's been a while since we've recorded a batch of these uh, episodes, and uh, cause I've been travelling. And I know you oh, have yeah. as well. Yeah, you went to Butlins recently. <laughs> yes, and, I've been traveling. Uh, I've been to Butlins. Yes. Right? And, uh, on, yes. Yeah, yeah, of course. But, but I've been... Um, <laughs> I've been to several places on the continent. I went to Lisbon recently, but before that, I went to Munich. Oh, hang uh, on, hang on, Dean. Yo. Is this uh, Dean's travel update? Mm. 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 So from the section report, you, uh, Vienna Airport is a fucking nightmare, and the beer in Miami tastes like expensive piss. <laughs> Here we are again with, uh, and I'll tell you, Simon, I have a few updates this coming in the, in the next few months. Trust me, there's lots coming. <laughs> Excellent. So I uh, went to Munich recently. Now, a long time there, the event I was at was brilliant. I have no issue at all with the event or the people who run it, uh, but the Accommodation I was at is bad is a wrong word. Confusing. Baffling. Okay. Tell me more. Well, I have a few things to show you. Multiple things about this one hotel. Okay. I'll show you some things now and we'll go from there. Oh, lovely. Okay, so here is where I stayed at. Oh, it's a, it was quite the futuristic looking hotel. Yes, yeah. But I would say that uh, there doesn't seem to be normal windows in there. Well, exactly. Now, this is the IZB residence uh, in campus at home. This is actually a hotel in the middle of a massive university and industrial research complex. So, yeah, you can sort of tell, yeah. Yeah. It's um, it's pretty nice. It's, uh, it's very futuristic and stylized looking. Yeah. Uh, it's not a... Not a mainstream tourist hotel, so it's not meant for your average Joe to walk in off the street and say, "Have you got a room?" This is for people who are involved in science. And, oh uh, yes, uh, which which I am. I can, I can say that I was invited there <laughs> by the people and put put up there by the people who run this conference. Are you involved with science to the extent where you would forego any normal hotel experience? <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, yes. <laughs> Based on this experience, I will say yes. The, um, yeah, so it, it's it, it's a hotel in the middle of a scientific complex. So, like you say, it's trying to be clever than it is. Now, yeah. I don't mind that so much. Apparently, there was a bar on the seventh floor, right? Which is like for all the industrial, you know, all the industrial scientific research people. If you go up there, it's like a free bar. You go wherever you want at any point because it's wow. for. Um, never went up there. Never got a, never got a chance. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I, I will I will explain more about this in a bit. But uh, I was just told that was there. Well, that's where I would have slept if. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if I if I could get there, wouldn't it? Yeah, we're putting you up in a free bar, essentially, Simon. I was like, oh, okay, inform yeah. my uh, next of kin. Yeah. <laughs> 
But yeah, no, I've complained about intelligence before, and like I, a big sort of critic of style over substance. I, I think some things are, you know, be posh for the sake of it. Now, this hotel is trying to be cool and modern. Yeah. Now, here is the panel on the door as you go in. Uh, now, it's a touchscreen panel. It's got six buttons on it. Um, yeah. Some of them are in German, uh, German words, which I don't understand. And that's, that's on me. I was in Germany. I shouldn't learn this, but I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Let me try and yeah. guess what these Okay. The, the picture's there for the listeners. Yeah. So, uh, the top left-hand corner hmm. uh, is a button in white, which says Deckenschlitt. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. I don't know either. I didn't know then. I don't know now. <laughs> Button below that, it seems to be a picture of a noose, and it says liege. <laughs> I thought I thought light bulb, but uh, you might be right. That might have been aircon. Is that a temperature um, thing? It's, what's that got to then? You know, liege, my liege. Yeah, that's, that's to call the dominatrix. <laughs> okay. Below that, it says it's a green button this time. Um, and it says Helsing Bad. Yeah. And I can only assume that's to order the DVD box set to Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah, or that's a dominatrix again. <laughs> yes, that's right. Helsing Bad. Top right hand corner is a bed, uh, again with the noose above it. And I think that's, um, if you want to order extra um, sheets, if you can hang yourself in a prison style. <laughs> Below that is a picture of a stool, and I imagine it's dripping with cum. <laughs> and that's to order another stool if you've just abused yourself to the point where all the stools in the in the science complex are oh, dripping with cum. <laughs> and uh, the final button of the six is an off button. Suicide booth, essentially. <laughs> yes, that's it. It's, it's a suicide booth, isn't it, Dean? They put you up in the suicide hotel. <laughs> Your agent is trying to give you a subtle notice that... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I have outlived my usefulness. <laughs> exactly. And it's I time should. to do a German death. <laughs> yeah. If you could kill a separate different country, that would be <laughs> yes. helpful. <laughs> For our insurance purposes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And if you can incorporate some kind of crazy sex element, then we won't have to pay out to your Wi Fi. It seems like a deliberate. <laughs> <laughs> you could be an MP of some sort. So I'm hoping, Dean, you will tell me what these buttons mean. Now, I would hope that as well. Now, the thing is. <laughs> You said like two of them, two of them white and four of them green. Yeah, I imagine that's because you mashed at it like uh, like a bear with a horn up in his eye. Simon, we've been friends for many years. You know me very well. That's exactly <laughs> what happened. I just kept pressing the buttons, hoping something would happen. So I just <laughs> I, I walked in my room like nothing's on. Oh, this is press the loose button. There's <laughs> an on button now. Please press this button. Everything turns on. Obviously, that's what happens. Of course, so, yeah. Cool, of course, yes. No, some of them turn white, some turn green. Okay, so is green bad or good? I don't know. Nobody <laughs> knows. Green means go in my head. So obviously, yeah. if, it's green, if it's green, it's on. No, no, no. Green means it's like, I think green means it can be turned on. So I press <laughs> all the buttons, like, and then, but they, of course, there were some like bedside lights where you could turn on and they turn on if they were white on this panel, but not if they were green. But there were others by the wall, but they would only turn on if it was green, not white. But they had different switches. They weren't like contact switches. They were like button switches. 
And I, I, I spent a good 10 minutes going, I don't know what the fuck this means. I, I, I don't speak German. I'm not from here. I, I know this is this may be totally normal here, but I don't know. No. I just pressed the buttons like a mash like a bear until <laughs> I got enough light that I can function yeah. <laughs> for the best. <laughs> but I thought, well, you know what? I should do more work to learn culture and the standards of the country I'm going to before I arrive there. That's on me. Now, the first night of the conference, so we did my talk, my, did my speech and things, and then they said, oh, we arranged a meal for you with um head of the conference and went to this Bavarian restaurant, very nice, very, uh, very, uh, sort of very authentically German, very good. But the person who gave me lift was like this 70-year-old, extremely experienced German bioscientist researcher, very, very, very accomplished, very far more ahead of me in science and stuff. Oh, sure. And um, we talked about uh, the restaurant and all the things in Munich, and we drove back and said, um, are you finding the hotel? I said, oh, it's very nice, really, really lovely, all very modern. He said, um, have you uh, figured out the buttons? Uh-huh. <laughs> I said, um, uh, I confess, no, no, I haven't. I'm sorry, no, I haven't. He goes, no, nobody does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's, it's a known thing then. Even, even like the most intelligent Germans go, nope, nobody knows. <laughs> Okay, so it's it's total bullshit, it turns out. <laughs> right, so they, they just invented this utterly baffling interface panel for this hotel for complete strangers to the country. And uh, they dropped me off and said, um, said, yeah, the top floor is uh, the bar where you can uh, have whatever you want. I woke up the time I have lots of cognacs. I'm not going to come up with you and let you in because I need to go home. <laughs> <laughs> Totally fair. I'm, <laughs> I'm tired. I'm sleepy. I'm going to bed. But uh, thank you. Like, let me know who's there, but uh, not for you. Yeah. So, but that. You, yeah, no, no. You, you would say you could go up there, but I'm not coming with him. And I think that's fair. No, no, yeah, let me in. See, I didn't have a. Oh, fucking hell. Well, oh, that's rude. That, 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 <laughs> yeah, you know, that is rude then. Because he's part of the community. Like, uh, so I, I didn't have any access to it. Because I could let you in, but I'm going to go home. <laughs> oh, that's awful. <laughs> and why are you yeah. tell you about it? Exactly. Like, don't talk me with it. Don't tell me, like, I can let you up there, have all you want, but I'm going to go. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Oh, mm. what an asshole. But very efficient. Very efficient. Oh, yeah, yeah. Efficient mm. and upsetting me. I've never even met the bastard. Yeah. Never right. even met the bastard. These right. lights, Dean, yeah. is it designed in our way then? Well, I don't it, know. It'd be perplexing. It sounds like this man invited you over just so he could fucking antagonize you. He set you up with a hotel series of flash mm. panel lights, laughed at you. <laughs> Nobody knows how to use them. I, <laughs> I love the character that you did, though. <laughs> And then he wouldn't let you in the all you can drink bar. Yeah, I know. Probably not even all you can drink bar. He probably planted that fucking idea in your head, and all that's happened on mm. that fifth floor is just an empty floor because the hotel is a failure. <laughs> Possibly. Well, speaking of, that's not the main thing I'm going to show you. Is this actually? There's more. What's this? Yeah. Now, the room I was in, perfectly nice, very nice room. It was. Um, I saw that the hotel was small and curved on the outside. So all the rooms have sort of like a bend and a curve. Now, oh yeah, delightful. Yeah, which I, I find a bit odd, personally. Yeah, I want a square room sleeping, thank you. Yeah, I, I, want, I want walls, I want boundaries, I want yeah. clear, distinct... Yeah. I'm not a worm. Yeah. Now, in this room, there was, like, the bedroom, and big curve, but the bathroom and showers is just there. You oh, walk yeah. on the curve, and it's there. And I find that odd. I think they should be... I think the bathroom should be separate. It should be a distinct boundary. 
between yes, yes. bedroom and bathroom. It shouldn't so, be visible. Yeah. Now, that is what I'm going to show you. Now, can you see this? Here it goes. Bedroom, yeah, bedroom, bedroom, yeah. yeah, bedroom, bedroom. There's a shit toilet. There's a shower, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, Totally yeah. visible. Totally visible. Oh, my God. What did you do? Oh, uh, no. It's all you can do. You can <laughs> yes. put a completely clear glass panel. <laughs> Absolutely unnecessary, door. Exactly. It's like, ah, oh, well, people might not like having, you no know, their bedroom completely accessible <laughs> to the toilet. What we'll do is we put a clear glass sheet in front of them. <laughs> it's not airtight. It's not like a steam thing. No, no, no. It's like, yeah, let's just put a glass panel barrier so people in the single room just can't just batter through and throw you <laughs> off the toilet. <laughs> what? Uh, me and my wife, when we went to Germany, team, yeah. we stayed in a, a hotel which had a very similar thing where the toilet had a glass door, but it was next to the bed. Oh my god! So. We had to, like, every time we needed to use the toilet, one of us would have to go outside oh of the, uh, the hotel, essentially. Right? <laughs> Otherwise, we would have been, if I was on the toilet, my wife was lying on the bed, uh, she would have been eye level with my ass on a toilet. Oh my God. <laughs> Absolutely no, mental. No, I'm sorry. That, that's not a lie. The Germans, they do everything. They do a lot of things right. But <laughs> yeah. this being able to see people on the toilet thing, I don't know what yeah. that's about. Well, they are... They're far more liberal and open about their toilet. Probably, I've heard this said, I don't know if it's true, but a lot of German toilets, there's a little shelf you can shit on and turn around in your toilet. You can sit on the shelf and turn around and like, poke it and see what's in it, and then withdraw it and then it falls to the toilet. So you can actually... Jesus. Because, I mean, which I find... Well, what do you expect? <laughs> yeah, I'm not a... Do- well, I am a doctor, but I'm not so... I'm not Jenna McKeith. I, 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 she's not a doctor either, but... This curiosity, this open interest with your own bowel movements is not something I can ever get my head around. I find it no. deeply unsettling. But, uh, yeah, so the idea that, okay, so I thought, yeah, people can just wander from the bedroom to the toilet. That's not that's bad. Oh, well, let's, that's an invasion of privacy. Let's <laughs> this glass door, like, just stare and lick the window <laughs> and open the vest. <laughs> exactly. That glass door is only there for that extra element of perversion. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, yeah. a, where you're going to be pressed up against exactly. it with your... It's just something to press up against with your... Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Dry humping glass. God. Disgusting. Anyway. So what are we going to give this, Andy? <laughs> I had a lovely time in Germany. It was Munich. It was a lovely place. I had uh, I had been a schnitzel first time, uh, but I was recently t- told that it was actually pork schnitzel, so it's not this authentic. I don't know. But you know, I'm going to give it... Schnitzel's good. Yeah. A flattened meat surrounded in breadcrumbs. Totally, yes, with potatoes and sauce. Now, uh, have you had uh, currywurst properly? No, I haven't. Germany? It wasn't on the menu. It was a, it was a Bavarian. So like, I'm genuinely uh, upset about that because I really wanted it. When I went to Berlin, I ate it three times a day. I would too. I absolutely would. I really want it. That's, um, I've had it from like places that do it like... Um, Here's when the Simon's theory is out, but here comes the theme too. We used to have travelling fairs and travelling circuses and that, and now we have travelling sausage stalls where they charge you like £9 for a sausage in a dry, dry and stale bun. Mm. And I've had curry verse from them, and it's like, it's, it's 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 not the same. It's not the same. It's really really not the same. 
So, uh, what are we going to give this then, Dean? Um, see, despite my complaints, I'm sort of... I like the quirkiness of it. I like it, the fact that I was in the sort of... Some, I felt like I was in a future hotel <laughs> where people from the future who... Yeah. Uh, so, I'm going to give it a four because I actually quite liked it as a sort of... Uh, yeah, you went you went to great lengths here to make this confusing for no reason that I can fathom. Right, so, yeah. yeah, I'll give it a four. Give it a four. I'm going to give it a four as well, Dean. Any hotel situation which gives you the option of four nooses is well in for me. Like, you know yeah. you don't like your life. That's fine. <laughs> I think in 20 years' time, maybe even 10 at this rate, I think there's going to be... Um, a lot of call for this sort of thing. I think we should get ahead of the game, Dean, and set up the Why Does This Thing Exist podcast suicide hotels right now. <laughs> you can check in once, but you can never leave. Yeah, that's right, Dean. That's right, Dean. And we'll call it the Why Does This Thing Exist podcast at Suicide Hotel. You can check in once, but you can never leave. Please don't sue us. Remain a member of the Eagles. <laughs> Welcome back, friends. So here we go, Dean. I've got something here now. Uh, it's a video. I'm going to share it with you. The link is there, listeners, as always. Of course. Enjoy. Oh, shit. Bing, bang. Oh, bing, bang. Remember this song, Dean? Yeah, yeah, I remember vividly. That's not that's not a question. So, uh, for the yeah. listeners who aren't following along, uh, what it is it's um, two people in an Eastern European city. Uh, one of them is dressed as Minnie Mouse. One of them is dressed as a clown. Yep. And uh, they've come up with some sort of line dancing routine to this song, which you are hearing now. Yeah, the Witch Doctor. Yeah, the witch doctor. The cartoons version. Yeah. Yeah, the cartoons version. Yeah. What makes this especially good, Dean, is uh, if you look around in the background there, everybody's wearing masks, and this video was recorded at the height of COVID. (laughs) Yeah, I I got a lot of very uh, questionable, disdainful looks from people walking past. Like, totally empathise with that. Basically, um, I can't remember which country this is from. Maybe I'll look that up in a second, but. <laughs> this dance group were determined to get out and dance as quickly as they could. Yeah, yeah, it's um. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of back this road past. I give them a stinky yes. look. <laughs> Absolutely, nobody interacting with them. Yeah. Everybody is trying to keep as much distance as possible. Yeah. Everybody is masked up. Yeah. <laughs> Given that one of us is in a mini mouse costume with a full head. Full of ceramic head on. She is totally master. She's safe. <laughs> yeah. That's a self contained environment in a sense. It's a clown you've got to worry on. you got a smartphone in front of them. Yeah, that, that's, it's a smartphone in front of them. That's what they dance to, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, the, the the music you hear in our uh, listener has been uh, superimposed over the top afterwards. <laughs> in reality, these people are, are dancing to uh, music being played yeah. out of a smartphone and floor. Oh my god. <laughs> Why are they doing this? They're doing a good dance though, aren't they? Why was it so important? 
<laughs> Shit. It's freedom. They're experiencing yeah. freedom, dude. Not a bad dance. It's like... <laughs> Here we go. This is the bit I like. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. half arsed pretend trumpets. Uh, you've got to watch this bit, listeners. Okay. It's um, yeah. two minutes, 50 seconds into the thing. You, yeah. You've got to watch it. It's, it's some of the worst performative trumpeting I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. And now we come into the fade out. And the end is a fade out. Yeah. Totally agree. That why does it exist? Why is this deemed necessary by anyone? <laughs> you know, the thing is, I actually watched this, um, not this this video, but the, the song itself, the, the, the cartoons yeah. version from the late 90s. Oh, yes. Back it was like two years ago, I thought, oh, the kids like this sort of thing, They're like funny dances. And, yeah. and uh, put it on, and the, yeah. the cartoons uh, video is... It's really... It's hyper-real in a way, isn't it? Like, it's, also... well, it's not hyper-real, it's, it's, it's cartoonish, yeah. Yeah, but it's yeah. also quite sex-offendy. <laughs> oh, is it? It's like, it's like six of them, and like four blokes, two women, and the women are, they have their, uh, just like Elvis costumes, are very, very scantily clad Elvis costumes, and they are very low-cut, so like uh, the breasts on display, and the guys are going, ooh, ooh, like, like oh my oh, God, man. this is really... Oh wow, this is really creepy in every sense of the word. So, I guess that's the song we didn't mean to show you that one. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, like come on. So, the original song itself, the video, uh, well, the original, the um, the 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 cartoons, the cartoons, the music, like, like the is unsettling as it is. So, this one's less so in a sense, but also like, okay, why why did you think this was a thing that you needed to do? Why did you? <laughs> It's a clown and Minnie Mouse. Okay, those two, those things don't go together. The dance to the song, which nobody remembers, and um, in the middle of a public place, which everyone clearly hates us. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I found this account on Instagram called Influences in the Wild. And it's people who, right. who spot people doing influencer shit in the distance and film from a different angle. So it's oh, like, brilliant. So it's like women going, like, supposedly going, People who um, yes. can't see this because obviously it's a podcast. <laughs> so I'm doing an elaborate pose with my hand out, going. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, when it's outside of the context of the video, it looks so ridiculous. Like, yeah, I I would find it so. I'm not an influencer. I find it so embarrassing to do that to, to pose yeah, in yeah. a public place. Let alone like, to stand there silently and like do one pose of ten seconds. I find that really what we to do a full on yeah. dance in a public place where no one wants you there. That takes some gumption, you know. I think the yeah. If you if you see anybody recording the TikTok or any sort of um, influence video like that, um, everyone should crowd around them and just spoil it. Absolutely, I have absolutely no qualms whatsoever because. I think if you want to do it in public, that's your decision. But mm. you cannot control the public then. If they want to walk in front of your shot, then that's entirely on their terms. Like you're, Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah. I think it should be entirely passive. I think if you see someone doing like a, a dance in public, you shouldn't just run in and punch them. <laughs> that's, that's bad. No, no, but if you want to no. walk that direction, then that's, you absolutely can. That, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I agree. Uh, yeah. If they get arsy, they're wrong because, like, no, yes. you're in a public place. You, you don't get to control this. There was a thing recently, and it hit the headlines. There was a girl, and um, she was doing some kind of uh, exercise class, I think it was, and a guy sat down on the bench behind her, and she asked him to move because um, he was in a shot, yeah. and he refused to move. And there was 
a weird like 50 50 of old arsehole and new arsehole at the same time yeah both of them were in the wrong it could have come to an easy sort of like oh you know sorry yeah yeah you do that and i'll do this do that yeah all right fine yeah 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 we'd both be happy hmm. but no it was the stubborn old git and the stubborn young git essentially yeah 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 hmm. yeah awful awful behavior all around yeah but it's I th- the influence of the whole thing I find questionable anyway because who decides who's an influencer? Like I could I say I'm an influencer because I have an online platform? So it's one of those things like who's a model? Like if a supermodel means you have to be able to have loads of fashion perhaps at your yeah. back, but you were employed to do it. Yeah. yeah, if you are actually sort of just online, just take photos of yourself, put about there. Oh, are you a model? I think I don't know people would say that. Yeah, that's where the lines have been blurred, yeah. isn't it? You know, to call yourself a model, some kind of fashion industry or expert would have had to pay you to wear this. Yeah, that's, that's what I always assumed. Well, I'm saying that, though. Uh, the influencers are being paid to wear gloves, essentially, though, aren't they? Cause yeah, but after they've said they're influencers. So, like, like if I was in my gym and hotel, and said, like, hey, I'm an influencer, check out this place. and uh, Yeah, and then, then you've just got all the best, like, um, uh, neuroscience books sellotaped to your body. <laughs> yeah. I think that would be that would look odd. Yeah, but fact. you know, it would increase sales, no doubt. In. Yeah, but do I want those sales? Do I, I think there might be bad sales. Oh, not sales for you. I mean, just oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then as a byproduct of that, you <laughs> yeah. would get sales as well. Sales of you know hand, handcuffs and home security <laughs> things. That's right. And, uh, yeah. Bear spray, I don't know. He looks, he looks like a sign. That's what I think. How much, here we are, a serious question for you, Dean. Hmm. How much money would it take for you to pivot uh, to be a right-wing grifter? No, I have actually thought about this. I I genuinely think if I wanted to, I could be a millionaire within a year if I was to say, like, no, I was abandoned my scruples, my abandoned my principles, and I will cherry pick a few studies which I can spin in my ability to command the language and the dialect and the jargon to say this proves that women are less intelligent, this proves that black people are less intelligent, or this proves that white people are superior, this proves that trans people don't exist. I could do that and I could make a fucking killing of it. Yeah. And the reason I don't want to do that is because my facial hair grows quite fast and I find it hard to shave on a mirror. So I couldn't look at myself <laughs> in the face ever again. Because I would be utterly mortified with my own fucking lack of moral fiber. <laughs> yeah. But I, I genuinely could. I, I I genuinely think I could be a massive I could make loads of money. That's what, you've year. got a platform for yeah. it. Yeah. But suddenly started saying, yeah, the thing is, you know, women aren't as intelligent as men. I would just get loads of attention. And that's yeah. terrifying. I genuinely find yeah, that upsetting yeah. and alarming. Well, they're, they're, they're scrabbling for people to do it. Uh, and, and there's, there's listeners, know this isn't a podcast for blowing smoke up Dean's ass. No, but like, not, no. <laughs> Quite the opposite. <laughs> so what, like, how many, like, well, are we talking 50, 60 pounds? Oh. <laughs> I must go on. Name a figure, Dean, and we'll see if we get an offer in. You know what? I'll say this. It'd have to be at least a billion. Because with that, I could then, I would sacrifice my reputation, the billion pounds, which is, it's a figure that's banned a lot these days, like billionaires everywhere, but they're so rare. A billion pounds is a massive amount of money. 
Now I could take that and I could fix, so I could put so much into this country. I could fix all the communities yeah. and I would take that hit. So, okay, fine. I'll be the cunt. If my yes. if if my if it means my money can yeah if if it. I can fix Wales if I can fix my, all my yeah. if, I, I I will do that I think that's a morally acceptable compromise okay but if it was like a case of yeah twenty five pounds on a gobstopper I'll sacrifice my credibility no 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 I wouldn't no 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 it has to be a big big amount you know okay well I I'll say five million pounds. <laughs> that's the going rate for um, a professional rugby side in Wales and I'd like to oh, run yeah. one for one year I haven't got the club the Dean does but by association mm. you know if you want to give me £5 million pounds, I've, I don't know what I'm saying here actually Dean I want £10 pounds. Yes. million, pounds. Ten, million pounds. Yeah. Yeah. but I will say if I get that billion that I offer just now first thing I do is buy your rugby team I'll put you in charge here we are and I think that'll be a good thing. Yeah, there we are. Then, so if there's um, you know incredibly regular people out there with money to burn, um, if you're just interested in the rugby, then <laughs> give it to me. If if you want to have a bit more reach than just rugby purposes, give it to Dean, and you know the rugby will be sorted out as well. well I'll need more. I'll need uh, like, I'm like a I'm like a, I'm a, I'm like a higher tier on Patreon. No. That's right. Simon's, yeah, exactly. There we are. I'm 15 a month. Yeah. <laughs> there yeah. we are, dude. Yeah. There we are. I'll, I'll send up the Patreon page tomorrow. Like uh, some of the podcasts, it's like one one dollar a month, one yeah. five dollars a month. I was just uh, <laughs> yeah. one billion pounds yeah. <laughs> of five million. You can control the host. You take their lives from now on. That's right. <laughs> for the five million tier, you get to run one rugby club. Yeah. Well, not even run, just pay yeah. for it. And for the one billion tier, you get to transform Wales. Okay, right. So, what are we going to give this? <laughs> what a segue! <laughs> Completely derailed everything. And <laughs> um, remember, listeners, we were talking about someone dressed as Minnie Mouse dancing to the wind. Um, I'm going to give it a two purely because it happened at the height of COVID and people still aren't happy about it. If it was like last week, I'd give it a three, maybe a four for the audacity, but um, I think they they read the room wrong. <laughs> so it's a, a two for me. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, I'm going to give it a four uh, because they read the room wrong. <laughs> fair enough. You love it. You love that sort of thing. I, I did love it, yeah. yeah. I did love it. Hi then, uh, welcome back everybody. Here we go then, doing random Wikipedia articles. Random Wikipedia articles, everyone's favorite section, blah, 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 etc., etc. Here it comes. Here it comes. Oh, don't forget you're going to die, Dean. Oh, oh okay. Um, just for listeners, know that it's, that's the article that Simon is just has got a habit of reminding me of my mortality. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time he's been picked up on Mike. I like to do that in the early hours of the morning. Exactly. He checks me every morning, the occasional <laughs> voicemail. Dean, 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 what oh, sorry, what is it? It's going to tell you, don't forget you're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> so, thanks for that. 4am, that's great. Great, marvellous. Got the kids in the morning. Love it. Love it, Simon. Cheers. <laughs> Anytime yeah. you experience any form of success as well, isn't it, Dean? <laughs> we're talking really, really low-key here. Like, so if, I'll, yeah. if I get a scratch card and get a fiver, yes. Oh, Dean, by the way, don't forget you're going to die. <laughs> 
if I find you, know, if you put your hand in the sock book and put out two a matching pace straight away, message from Simon straight away. Don't forget to <laughs> I can feel it in my bones, listeners. <laughs> Somehow knows. Oh, Dean's life has improved ever so slightly incrementally. I really must let him know it's going to end. <laughs> Don't forget you're going to die. French. Nobile Park et Va Murier is a 1995 French drama film directed, co-written by, and starring uh, Xavier or Javier Beauvoir. Hey, good name. Good name. I'm approved of that. Yeah. Don't know it. It's got the picture of the film poster, Dean, which is mm. good. Yeah, quite an um, evocative film poster, I'd say. It's, uh... Yes. It looks like to be... Some kind of really old painting of a mm. woman straddling a man and tugging him off. Yeah, it, it does look like that. Um, I have no counter proposals for what it looks like. It looks exactly like that. Yeah, I have this really old painting that's got all, all like all the, all the residue built up over it, but it'll eventually sort of you know restore. Or it's like you know the trick when you're a kid, if you want to make a pirate treasure map, you just take it yes. and dip it in tea, the tea bags, and mm-hmm. then that, yeah, and it's, it's got that sort of uh, color palette to it. But I like it. I think it's good. The um, the text is uh, quirkily I- I- engaging. It's got sort of a yes. bit of an anarchic energy to it. Yeah. Um, the guy being straddled looks like he's ambivalent about being tugged off. Yeah, it looks like he's got a headache or a sore neck or something. Yeah, it's like it's like you wouldn't expect. He says, "Oh, here she goes again." <laughs> <laughs> or, it, or it looks like she's she's doing it wrong, or she wants to learn. He's like, "No, no, not like that." No, come on, <laughs> like he's a driving instructor or something. Like, Is this how you make a handbrake turn? <laughs> let's um. Well, let's read the plot in case that is that's what happens. Uh, Benoit is a driving instructor. No, <laughs> uh, Benoit has planned out his life. Unfortunately, he has forgotten about national service. Oh no! Uh-huh. After he is called up, he tries everything to get around. He goes to a psychiatrist who gives him medicine against depression. As this doesn't work, he tries suicide. <laughs> well, <laughs> well right. I'm going to assume it will just in the translation of the plot. <laughs> you the 60 there, Benoit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, Christ. Okay. The story gets even worse as he is told by a military doctor that he is HIV positive. Oh, my oh, God. So Benoit the- tumbles down into the drug steam. Okay, so that... Our, our assessment of that image might actually not be too far off, but there's some no. things. It's like, uh, then he goes to Italy. I mean, it's Claudia. Uh, she had a Mastroianni. Things seem to improve for only for a short time. This is the strangest <laughs> film plot I've ever read. <laughs> it's both completely matter of fact of some subject matter and weirdly mysterious. <laughs> um, so, it, it, do you think it's a, some kind of uh, dark comedy or? Or is it going to be harrowing? And- uh, yeah, I'd lean towards harrowing because I'm. It's a few films you get like this where what's what's the sort of tickling my spider sense here is it's a directed, co-written by and starring Javier Beauvoir. Like this seems mm-hmm. like a moment of passion project, and guys who make passion projects tend not have much of a sense of humor about themselves. Right, right. I think, think they can be, if they're known to be comedians anyway, which I guess he might be, but given the subject matter, I would say this seems like a, I'm going to show the world just how, how great I am. And they always involve the guy getting off with women far too beautiful for them in a strange yeah. twist of fate. It seems to be an ongoing thing. There's one, um, oh, I think uh, Nathan Rabin, uh, a profile ages ago, it's called Angels with Angles, which is a really, I, really bleak title anyway. But, um, 
it's essentially it's on Rodney Dangerfield and George Burns, I think, the two of the old comics. Yeah. As angels, so like well, the guardian angels of this uh this guy who wants to get off of the girl. The guy is like they're in the film for like 15, 20 minutes maximum, even though they've passed all over all over the posters. And the guy is the writer, director, star, and he's just really sl- he looks like it looks like me if I let myself go. You know, it's really <laughs> something. Yeah, we've got hair being in his do, but and he just wants to <laughs> well, get he's off. not courtly monstrous. <laughs> no, exactly. Well, yeah, hair at the time. We, we, again, I can't remember how old he was, but very much his like he self-funded. He, he's got connections. He's like a he was a producer or something, and therefore he decided I'm going to be in this film where the comedy icons were a bit over the hill and therefore affordable. Yeah. Uh, going to help me. Just get my end away with this beautiful woman I don't deserve. <laughs> that's, that's basically the whole plot of the film. And um yeah, it's like it's like really awful. Because <laughs> it's not it's not meant to be a good it's it's, it's thinking it wasn't I'm gonna make a really good piece of cinema. It's, it's thinking was I need to find a valid excuse to make a beautiful woman sleep with me, or at least be naked yeah. in the same room. And that's uh, that's not the best motivation for art, I would say. Hey, should we have a look at uh, Xavier Beauvoir? Yes, she's let's an absolute t- pig on <laughs> Ah, <laughs> yes, he is, dude. <laughs> well, that's what he looks like now. This is like that's what he looks like. That's what he looks like in 2011, and this film oh, came no, out like in, in 95. So, okay, so okay then, right then. We yeah, We're going to find a picture of him at the time. Mm. Hang on. <laughs> picture came up like, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Suspicions confirmed. What a harsh judgment. He looks, he looks younger <laughs> than totally right normal. Now, to yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he <looks perfectly> normal. <laughs> okay, so yeah, here he is in the film, Dean. He is a young man at the time. Yeah, he, looks looks, fit, he looks normal. He looks yeah, fairly normal. Yeah. 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 You, you yeah. wouldn't like go, <laughs> just recoil on the side of the guy. No, <laughs> no that's not, uh, no. That's not going to happen no. here. He looks like a character actor. He's good. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So maybe there is an element of art to this. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's not label this man as some kind of absolute no. monster. <laughs> no. I'm saying that, that, that's, that, that was a set off my alarm bells to start with, given that is a thing that happens. Like, uh, if, if maybe it's more of, a, maybe more of a Hollywood thing or American thing. Yeah. This is for France. So they, they do yeah. they do things differently there. Let's go with well, that. Listen, they're less repressed in France, aren't they? Let's be fair. Yeah, yeah. And they'll strike the drop of a hat, which I've always respected. They will strike uh, at the drop of a hat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, yeah. I, I thought you meant sexually. I didn't. <laughs> no, God, no. Not a nation of fucking predators. No. <laughs> Trigger predators. <laughs> what, a, what a wild accusation to make about proud people. <laughs> I mean, you meant workers, right? So, yeah, industrial strike. Like yeah, Oiled spring over there. What's coming out of the blue accusation as well? I know Pepe Le Pew was a negative stereotype. <laughs> I wouldn't apply that to like 56 million people. <laughs> uh, back to the article, Dean. Yeah. Uh, the cast, I don't know any of the names of the cast, but the little no. box on the right with the information is. is thrown up some interesting names for me, Dean. Okay. It was, uh, firstly, we'll take this one first. It was produced by Christopher Lambert of Highlander fame. The Highlander? It's yeah. the same one? Can you... Um, it's got to be. It's got to be. To be sure. The famous French one? Yes, it's yeah, him, yeah. 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 Well, he's yeah. aged well. Well, that's about 10 years ago. Yeah, he has aged well, though. He has aged well. Yeah. He's, um, yeah. I liked Highlander a lot, Dean. Um, hmm. 
uh, Highlander 2, The Quickening, one of the worst films I've ever seen, but everybody yeah. would say that. I'll tell that you was... what, um, I, I remember being a good film by him, but it, it might turn out to be not good if I watch it now. I think yeah. it was called Fortress. I think it was a bell. And he was that. like some kind of space prison, and he was in there. And um, he, I think he was wrongfully convicted, and he tries to escape or something like that's that. That's usually how it goes in, in those yeah. films like you wrote. Yes, that's, that's the, was, the gist, yeah. But it was a space prison he was. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'd recommend that thoroughly to everybody. I remember that. I think I've seen that. I think it was one of those – I've got a weird sort of genre of films in which I've got access to, which is – Things my dad had on VHS. Yes, it would have been one of them. Which followed no theme or rhyme or reason other than he could just get them from someone somewhere. Like, yeah. there are films, like, you had, like, I saw Return of the Jedi before any other Star Wars films. So my experience of the Star Wars universe was really weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I always thought that was the first one. Like, so, who's this guy? Why is he fighting the guy in black? Who's <laughs> The, the best bit about that is when all the the ghosts come at the end. So he must have been like, who the fuck are that there? <laughs> the old man and a little... Well, a bit. Yeah, totally. But Yoda starts... You see Yoda at the start, he dies instantly. So like, oh, why, right. is he, why has he gone to see this green dying man? What's that about? <laughs> and then it's like, is that Santa? <laughs> Skinny Santa he's seeing now? Or, but given everything beforehand made no sense to me. <laughs> it was fun battle sequences, but... yeah. Um, so yeah, that was that. <laughs> Name two that uh, sprang out to me, Dean, and this mm. is one which uh, really jumped out to me is the music for the film I, by yeah. John Cale. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's um, again the John Cale. Uh, yeah, and it was released as an album as well, which I have not. Uh, uh, I've listened to most, if not all, of John Cale's work. He's one of my faves. Yeah, well, so I will uh, bump up my. Uh, well, I'll reevaluate my previous assumption about uh, Javier Beauvoir's uh, oeuvre if he's got John Cale involved. I mean, I don't think. Yeah, exactly. I don't yeah. think I don't think John Cale will get involved with an elaborate masturbation project. So. <laughs> not Unless, a, not a, no. not in 1995. <laughs> yeah. He'd done all that 30 That's years okay. earlier. I've got to realize what have I just said out loud? <laughs> in, in retrospect, probably doesn't add up. <laughs> yeah. How can he work with Warhol? He's not. I'm not to say yeah. Right. I I just forgot what we talked talk about for a second. Yeah. That, I cannot, I cannot start, make that stack up against the evidence at all. Hey, uh, Dean, the film won the jury prize at the 95 Cannes Fest. Oh, fair enough. This is, um, this is a prestigious film. Yeah, prestigious and um, well-received film, Dean. Yeah. Never heard of it. No, 118 million, uh, 118 million, 118 minutes, uh, budget 3.6 million euros. It's a long, 118, that's under, well, it's just two minutes short of two hours. I could watch yeah. that. If it was 180 minutes, there'd be no yeah, way no, on no, earth. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Uh, subtitles. Are you pro? Obviously, if it's French, I have to have subtitles on. But um, Oh, yeah. No problem with watching anything in subtitles. I prefer fact, it these I, days. I, yeah. It maintains your attention longer, doesn't it? I think so. Enjoy yeah. it. Oh, I used to not like it. phone on you, getting yeah. onto Twitter and that. I, <laughs> I don't do that anymore. I actually generally don't because I, I find it exhausting now. <laughs> Just old. Just illuminating the Odeon. Oh, there he is. Yeah. TV's Dean Burnett, spoiling <laughs> the film for everyone else. Yeah, like a lot of skin in my head, too, to reflect it. So it's like a moon now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's like a beacon. It's just, oh, God. People think a moon is coming to the theatre. <laughs> so I tell, tell you about the number one dreadful, but also quite good uh, cinema-going experience I had. I don't think you did. Went to watch Captain Marvel. The, okay. 
Film. Marvel film, yeah. Marvel film. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it says in the tin, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And about, you know, 15 minutes into the film, a pair of guys come in and they were absolutely steaming. Like, <laughs> yeah. Properly smashed. Mm. And they kept, they were falling over trying to get to their seats like that. There was about know, like single figures, maybe 10 people in the cinema. <laughs> For some reason, like an empty cinema, they started like climbing over people to get the seats and that, <laughs> and then decided they didn't want to sit there, climbed over to the other side of the cinema, mm. started dropping bottles everywhere, kept asking each other for like a, a bottle opener, balls. And then <laughs> one of them like, obviously needed to go to the toilet, <laughs> couldn't find his way out. Right. And he went to towards the screen. So he was like in the way of the screen but really small at the bottom. And then tried to get out the fire escape. <laughs> so he, went in the, he went in the fire escape, like realised he couldn't come go out through there, come back in. But while he would come back in, um, his friend was shuffling around on the floor looking for more booze. So he didn't <laughs> notice, right? Yeah. About 10, 15 minutes went like that, and um, this guy didn't come back. And his friend got up went out the fire escape and didn't come back. <laughs> the guy who went to the toilet, come back in from the toilet, couldn't find his friend and was going to all seven people in the cinema, person to person, asking them if they'd seen his friend. Right. Like, he'd left. He'd gone out the fire escape somehow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, yeah. People were going, no, no, I haven't seen him. No, shh, shh. I haven't seen him. Shh, shh. And he got the guy in front of me and the guy went, your friend is gone, you Clown! <laughs> and then he, said, then he just like shambled out. Experience. I would similarly think those can be either infuriating or entertaining, depending on how much you're enjoying the film. Yeah. Because if, if, if the film is just mediocre, that makes it an extra, quite a lot of fun. The, when people ask about my most, not well, they, it comes up very often, but my most sort of um, <laughs> erratic cinema experience, I usually would say when me and my Girlfriend then, wife, I suppose, uh, went to see The Life of David Gale. Have you ever seen it? No, I don't even know what it is. No, it's a Kevin Spacey lead film. So oh, okay. that's a massive masturbation project. <laughs> Nothing else <laughs> Him and a couple of other people, um, I think Kate Winslet, no, no, she's in it, but she's not the main, maybe Julianne, it doesn't matter. But um, yeah, they're sort of very uh, classic Hollywood liberals, uh, professors and stuff in this school, and they wanted to end the death penalty and... I'll just spoil it because no one's no one's even aware of this. Nobody's going to watch that. Yeah, he gets framed for a murder. It turns out she, it's a suicide, and she took her own life. And then he let it happen, so he gets a death penalty, and it proves last minute it's oh, it was all a big. It's all such an elaborate, long winded that would never happen. Sort of oh, what a reveal, which everyone saw coming half an hour ago, and that sort of thing. Yeah, but yeah. we're just sitting there, just like oh, okay, let's anyway, see how this goes. But like ten minutes into the film, the doors open and. One of the ushers brings in this guy, like he's chilling not entirely with it, huge beard, you know, sort of like the big the plastic Mac. And they, you know, the sort of guy who would be, you know, you normally see asking for change on a street corner or like just approaching people in the pub and talking about Jesus, that sort of stuff. And uh, he's like 10 seats in front of us. It's again a very empty cinema. And I can hear muttering, he goes, No, no, I won't say a word. <laughs> I, I, I won't say a word. <laughs> okay. I think, I'm thinking, All right, that, that's ominous. He's <laughs> had to be told that twice. <laughs> right, so, um, <laughs> so he's watching it. And then 
he just starts talking to what's happening on the screen. There's, there's this guy who looks like a bad guy. He's a red hair and stuff. But Tommy Pierce, the guy, the guy keeps going, him! He's the one! It's him! It's him! <laughs> then he goes up and he comes back in then the guy comes back at this bad character and he starts, starts shaking his fist at the screen going, who are you telling you? Him! <laughs> and at one point, he goes out for a piss, I assume. <laughs> comes back in like two minutes later. He looks at the screen and looks at everyone in the cinema, like 12 people scattered. He goes, what happened? <laughs> yeah. A room full of complete strangers. He wants him to pause the film to tell him what he's missed. Oh, let me what happened. <laughs> this guy's great. I'm just going to stare at him for the rest of the film. Uh, <laughs> and, then he just want, and then he just wandered out good as goals. <laughs> I think people, you might annoy some people, but I, I was, I'm a big fan of his. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And my ear works. It's like you were making that a far more interesting experience than it otherwise would have been. Exactly, you mm. must have made that film a better experience. Hmm. Part of me wonders if that's why the guy let him in, in the first place. I think, you know, I've yeah. seen this film, it's absolute balls. <laughs> Shit, go, go entertain the people. <laughs> exactly. I just could like, like releasing a goat into a boring scenario. Like, hey, <laughs> let's see what happens here. <laughs> Give the people something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, dear. Anyway, um, anything else to say about this? Uh, um, not really. Don't know um, any of the the cast. No, I'm assuming they are being states of French cinema. Um, <laughs> two, of them got, two of them have uh, <laughs> character descriptions. Cedric Khan as Benoit's friend. Stanislas Novdvi as Benoit's friend. <laughs> <laughs> None of them, apart from Benoit, have names. Apart from two others, but uh, oh, yeah. I mean that, that might be a stylistic choice, though. So you know, as in only. It could be sort of someone no, with the portrayal of his own ego. Clearly, it's all about him and his feelings about life, and uh, so he doesn't assign identity to anyone else. He wants to be main character, sort of thing. So that could be. A, a, <laughs> You'd edge it back to, into saying this guy is a narcissist, dude. <laughs> no, but again, as a, as a cinematic choice, that would be a good thing. I think you know the the whole thing is a portrayal of a fractured individual. This one is like quite. Uh, the title alone suggests that he is, you know, riddled with ego, and therefore, you know, like, 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 no, like when you message me at three thirty a.m. to tell me I'm going to mm. die, it's like Dean mustn't be allowed to get ahead of himself. <laughs> I must that's remind him, and therefore, yeah. therefore, like that's what they're saying here: is in this guy is too full of himself, and he needs to, you know, needs to, uh, to be brought down a bit, and that's portrayed by the lack of character in other uh, other people in the film. Well, there we are. You're right, Dean. I think you're right. <laughs> Hope I'm right. Uh, was... say this will do that to a man. Yeah, well, this, I'm sure it's not set in 95 France. It wasn't a natural service anyway. Uh, I don't think about France, maybe they did. Yeah. yeah, maybe they still do. Yeah, lots of countries still do. Hey, oh. right, two more things before we go to scores. We'll have a look okay. see if we recognise any other films by the man. Okay. Uh, Nord, no. Too Mathieu, no. <laughs> the Young Lieutenant. Rings a fake bell, but I might have just seen it in... Of Gods, of and, Gods men. and Men. That's ringing that was... the bell with me as well. We'll open that up in a minute. It was French. The Price, of, the price of Fame? No. Mm. The Guardians? Um, not no. all the galaxy, so no, I don't. No, no. Drift away? No. We'll have a quick look at Gods and Men. Uh, no, I uh, that's no. It is about, else the it's literal religious, yes. Uh, so, yeah. I think it's very much a um, specifically French cinema. French man. cinema. Yeah. And now we're going to have a look at what else has won the 
and Julie Price either side of this film. So we've gone from it was Lorraine Margot. Uh, oh, and the year after was Crash, which I assume is the Cronenberg film. It is. Okay. Seen that? Seen yeah. I haven't. Should I? Uh, yeah, definitely. Right. Yeah. I've, I've heard, is that the one? I've heard like, uh, there's a film. Oh, no, it's a different film I'm thinking of. Don't worry. Uh, which, which one's that one? <laughs> That's the one where they uh, get turned on by car accidents. Well, I have seen, I have seen that. Yes, I've seen that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> not for any particular uh, titillation. <laughs> and it was the one he was thinking of. Was that, <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, Can't be that yeah. weird, crashy, porny film. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> 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 they said Cronenberg. I should have made the connection. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, hmm. what are we going to give this article, then? You know, what? I'm tempted to give it a full five because I went to going. Oh, I'm going to hate this, but I, it's. It's proven a very, very rich vein of uh, intriguing uh, subject matter. So, Definitely. and features a bit of Christian Lambert and Jean Cale. I you know, can't really fault it for that. It's turned my opinion around of the guy you know, based on the original assessment. So, yep. yeah, does a good job, I think. Yep. Five yep. stars for me. Yep. And it's got a little bit of erotic art. Mm. Erotic art by district. It's got the very specific genre of erotic art of the disinterested hand job. <laughs> <laughs> You don't get metal, really. Yeah. You don't get a lot of that. No, you're right. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe you do. I haven't looked for it, so maybe it's out there. But uh, I haven't. Um, I haven't come. Oh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't stumbled upon it myself yet. There we go. Just <laughs> that one is a weird way. <laughs> oh um, God! <laughs> oh, it's right. Quit following behind it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to give it five as well. I think this is a good article. It's, um, it's really tickled my interest. I think I might uh, watch this one, Dean. Hmm. I'm intrigued. Honestly, I, I do. I am. Yeah, it's a good article. I will actually want to know what's in the film now, so I might actually seek it out. There we go, listeners. Enjoy the uh, whatever, and don't forget. <laughs> yes, you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs>